Hello, I'm Larry Stevenson. Welcome to Let Your Dreams Work, the weekly call where we share how individuals and organizations can harness their dreams to be more, see more, do more, have more, and give more. Dreams are all about your vision. So we've chosen this audio format so you can see your dreams taking place in your own mind as we talk, instead of imposing our vision of how your dream should look. Tune in, listen with intent, and see yourself living your dreams, and relax into a state where your mind can freely create. As you listen today, please jot down any questions you have so you don't forget them. Then press pound six on your phone to be put into the queue. We'll answer questions at the end. If you're listening to this recording after the fact is a podcast episode, please feel free to join us live in the future so you can have your questions answered or send questions to us using the contact form on our website. Call in and URL information can be found in the show notes. Today, we're going to share some principles that form the foundations to let your dreams work. I need to tell you, I'm a person of faith. I am a biblical Christian with a strong faith in Jesus Christ. I learned these principles as a child, proved them as an adult, and witnessed them empower thousands of people in 30 years of training, teaching, and speaking in 26 plus countries. They provide the foundation of the success I've seen. We share them with you as principles and encourage you to consider them, to think about them, whatever faith you're from, to think and let them work within you, to internalize them. And as you do so, as you begin to accept them and act on them as a common base of understanding, you'll begin to see amazing things happen. First one, my family taught uh, taught us as, as children that we were here to find joy, not happiness or a shallow, but true fulfilling joy. Now that doesn't mean that, that there wouldn't be setbacks. In fact, we learned that to be able to truly understand joy, you needed to understand sorrow. We, we don't appreciate our health until we lose it. We don't appreciate breathing clearly until we have a stuffy nose. We don't really recognize what we have until sometimes we lose it. But all of these things give us experience and prepare us and allow us to continue and dream and move forward until we find that joy, which really can be a deeply fulfilling goal. And that's what I was taught. And so I know that that configured a lot of what I believed. Next, I believe that God is a God of miracles and that those miracles come about by faith and they don't come because of God did it in the past and he stopped doing it. In fact, I believe that God still does miracles. Now, whether you want to believe in God and miracles, sometimes a miracle can just be seeing something that we don't understand, acting on principles that really exist, but aren't understood. You know what I mean? What we're talking about, as someone once said, 
if if someone from the 1900s was suddenly dropped in today, the whole concept of a vaccine would be a miracle. The the our our communication systems, being able to talk to someone in Europe live from Southern California, that would be a miracle. And so I believe those great things can happen, especially as we begin to learn and exercise faith in those things that we don't understand yet, but really do exist. The next principle that that really impacts this is what people call the abundance mentality. I learned it as that the earth is full. There's enough and to spare. Too many of us are raised in a scarcity mentality because there really does not seem to be enough. Too many of us compare ourselves with others who have so much more and we think that we don't and and we look at that scarcity. But I'm a firm believer that there is enough out there. Now, we need to, to exercise good dominion. We need to be good... In, in taking care of this earth that we've been given. We need to be good in taking care of all those things that we've been given, whether they're our talents, our bodies, our possessions, but that there's a lot out there and we don't need to hoard more to take it from someone else. Cavett Roberts, who founded the National Speakers Association, said that he he used what was called the pie principle. And he says too many times speakers were fighting for their piece of the pie. But instead, what we should do is change that and fight to make a bigger pie. And that abundance mentality changes so much, especially when you couple it with this concept that there is a God of miracles and we can do things that we can't do on our own. Which brings me to the next principle that I learned. And that is, if we are prepared, that takes away fear. The more preparation that we do, the more something becomes common and understood, and we can do it easier. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, that which we persist in doing becomes easier, not that the nature of the thing has changed but that our power to do has increased. Now think about that. That's why resolutions don't work, but dreams do if you follow our model, is we're preparing, we're doing, we're recognizing, yes, we're not going to get it right all at once. We're going to have failures. We're going to have setbacks but we can learn from them and keep going. And the more we keep going, the better we get. And the better prepared we are, the less we're afraid of it. And that preparation brings me to the next principle, which is that there is a power inside of us. I personally believe it is God-given power because I believe we are his sons and his daughters. And that that power has been given to us. And in scriptures that I learned, it said this, that men and women should be anxiously engaged in a good cause and do much good of their own free will. For the power is in them, wherein they are agents unto themselves. 
And inasmuch as men and women choose to do good, they shall in no wise lose their reward. Now, there's a whole lot tied up in that. And the first thing is, it's based on doing good. And to me, being a better person, improving and being a better provider, being a better spouse or partner or being a better person, that's a good thing. Seeing and experiencing the beauties of this world, seeing the joy in a child's face when they see Mickey Mouse for the first time, seeing the grandeur of this earth, seeing the magnificence of what people have done, seeing a great ballet or a great symphony, hearing a great symphony, doing good, doing things that make the world a better place, doing something that increases my business, doing something that increases our ability to, to, to serve others. Those are good things. Even having things, as long as we don't go too far in materialism, having good housing, having good food, having an education, having the basics, and then giving to others, giving our time, giving our skills, giving our skills by teaching someone else how to do that same skill. All of these things to me are good things. And if we choose to use the power that is in us, to do good, we will succeed. We will see heaven and earth begin to change and open doors for us. Now, there have been motivational speakers who have taught this. There have been people who just went out and did it, like Walt Disney, who said, if we can dream it, we can do it. it he said, it's kind of fun to do the impossible because he understood this concept that there was a power inside of us that when we tap that power, especially when we tap it with the belief that we can succeed and we tap it to do something good, then that gives us so much added strength. And I also believe in the grace of a loving Savior that gives us the ability to do what we cannot do ourselves, to go beyond our own strength. And so when we take the power God has given inside of us and we couple it with the grace through his son, literally, as he said, all things are possible to him that believeth. Now, I also believe that there are only three things that can stop us. And those three things are don't do anything. Just hear this podcast, don't act on it. Write down all the things you're going to do, but never act on it. Do nothing. And you won't succeed. The second one is to do it but do it with doubt. If we do it and don't believe it's going to work, we're going to fail. And most of the time, the thing that we don't believe is in ourselves. We don't believe we have that power. We don't believe we deserve to succeed. We look at all the things that are negative in us, and we don't look at the things that are positive within us. And we doubt. 
we doubt ourselves. We doubt systems. We doubt that dreams can achieve because nothing has ever worked for us in the past. Or because five out of 15 dreams fail, then the 10 are worth nothing. Or maybe 10 fail, but the five are then negated because of it. And, and so doubt stops us. And then the third part is we're going to be stopped if we do it slothfully, if we do it poorly, if we do it without a degree of excellence. I had a friend call me going back to this scarcity versus abundance mentality and this concept of do it, do it with faith and do it with excellence. And, uh, he called me and he said, I'm the president of this professional association. We're supposed to give away $850 a year in scholarships. And for the last four years, we have not given any scholarships because nobody asked for them. And then he said, who do you know that would qualify? And I said, well, and I gave him seven names. He called me back. He said, of the seven names I gave, five of them never applied. They did nothing. Two of them applied, and one of them forgot to attach the required essay to their application. The person who got that scholarship got it because they did something, they did it believing, and they did it with a degree of excellence. And the people who didn't get it didn't get it because they didn't do anything, and they doubted it and they did it poorly. So this principle of what will stop you, don't do anything, do it, but don't believe it's going to work, and do it poorly. And once again, poorly, the way we overcome doing something poorly is with a combination of intent and doing it again and again and again, the preparation side. The next principle is that reporting to others accelerates success. We all know this. We've been through it. When we know that we have to report something, we tend to do it just to get the report. Sometimes we're doing it at the last minute. If we have to tell someone else that we did it, this is one of the reasons that Weight Watchers is so effective for so many people is every week they're going in and weighing in front of one another. Alcoholics Anonymous and all of the different support groups that work on 12 steps recognize that reporting to one another with confidence, confidentiality, and support without judgment makes a huge difference. I'm reminded of, of this saying that I was taught as a young child that I've remembered ever since. It says, when performance is measured, performance improves. When performance is measured and reported, the rate of improvement accelerates. And that's why built into our dreams model is that synergize purposefully, that returning and reporting, that sharing with others what you've done and what you're going to do. Another basic principle that drives this is one that came from our Savior. He said, love your neighbor as yourself. And think of how you can help others achieve 
their dreams or sucker them or lift them or make their lives better. Now that commandment has two parts. The first one is to love others. We spend a lot of time talking about that one. But implied in the second part of that is love others as you love yourself. Love your neighbor as you love yourself, which means we have to love ourselves. That's a hard thing to do in today's world. But we can circumvent that. We can love. We can look for other people. I once read a statement that said, when we have love in our hearts, we do not need to be told all the ways that we can help others. Opportunities are all around us if we are just willing to see. And when we have begun to be more, and we see more, and we do more, and have more, we give more. And in that giving, we lift others, and it becomes a synergistic helping to lift all. Once again, it's, it's Kennedy's statement that a rising tide lifts all boats. And the last principle I wanted to discuss today, once we have changed, once we have strengthened, once we have prepared, once we have learned how to do this, turn around and teach someone else how to do it. Once you've learned how to generate possibilities or to optimize connections or to act consistently, label your limitations and synergize purposefully, turn around and teach other people how to do it. Stephen Covey, who wrote The Seven Habits of a Highly Effective People, taught this principle. He said, when you learn each of these habits, go out and teach someone else. And by teaching someone else, you will learn it better. You will implement it better. It'll become more internalized. The medical profession teaches it this way. They say, observe two, do two, teach two. Those are the principles that form the foundation of this. And, and I've given them to you very quickly, but I, I encourage you, I invite you to really listen to them, to study them, to find them in your own words, and then try them. Just put them to the test. And don't let your initial failures or your initial struggles stop you. Let them become part of you. Meditate and ponder on them. Do them and practice them. See them grow within you. There's a great story from the Old Testament as Joshua and the children of Israel were entering the promised land. And they had been told that the Lord would part the Jordan River to let them go across on dry ground. And they got to the Jordan River and they waited. And then they realized they needed to step into the Jordan River. And when they stepped into the Jordan River, then it parted. We need to learn this, believe this, and act upon it to see it happen. As we stated at the beginning of this podcast, we invite you to study these principles, ponder and internalize them, and act upon them, believing they will strengthen you. I'm Larry Stevenson. Thank you 
for listening to this podcast. What are you going to do this week to let your dreams work?